Hi there, and welcome back to Unknown History, a podcast full of quirky tales from the past. The stories I'll be telling in upcoming episodes will be primarily based off my new book, When Churchill Slaughtered Sheep and Stalin Robbed a Bank, which is coming out in November from Picador, USA. It was three minutes past two on the morning of 28th of April, 1944, and a flotilla of American warships was approaching Slapton Sands on the coast of southwest England. It was a crucial practice exercise in advance of the D-Day landings. Exercise Tiger was a 300-vessel, 30,000-men dress rehearsal for the biggest amphibious landing in history. It would enable Allied commanders to fine-tune their Normandy battle plan. Angelo Crapanzano was one of those taking part. He was in the engine room of his vessel when it was rocked by a tremendous explosion. As he later said, I got this sensation of flying up, back, and when I came back down, I must have bumped my head someplace and must have been out for a few seconds because I felt cold on my legs. As he recovered consciousness, he realised that the ship must have been hit by a torpedo. This was indeed the case. A German naval squadron had encountered the Allied flotilla by chance and immediately opened fire. The ship was burning, said Crapanzano. It was split in half. Fire went from the bow all the way down to the wheelhouse. The sea was also on fire because fuel tanks had ruptured and poured oil into the water. His was not the only ship to be hit. He witnessed a second landing vessel coming under attack. She sank in ten minutes, killing almost everyone on board. A third ship also burst into flames, another victim of the German ambush. By about 2.20 in the morning, the captain of Crapanzano's vessel realised she was fatally damaged. The tank deck was burning fiercely. It was just like a gas jet stove and all the heat going up to the top deck. The order was given to abandon ship. Grappanzano braced himself for the 40-foot jump into the sea, hitting the water at high speed and plunging deep beneath the surface. It was frigid. It was like unbelievable, unbelievable cold. But he didn't think of the chill for long. He was too busy trying to escape the burning fuel on the water's surface. Of the 12 life rafts on board his vessel, only one had been lowered into the water. It was completely burned, but Crapanzano and ten others managed to cling on. They desperately kicked themselves away from the ship so as not to get sucked under when it sank. Crapanzano witnessed scenes that would haunt him for years. I saw bodies with arms off, heads off, heads split open. You wouldn't believe the hell that goes on. A staggering 638 servicemen were killed in the surprise German attack and many more were flailing around in the burning water, desperately hoping to be rescued. But there was to be no help for Crapanzano and his comrades. The practice landing operation was to continue and the remaining ships pressed on towards Slapton Sands, leaving the dead and dying in the water. The beach landings were to prove the setting for the day's second tragedy. General Eisenhower, the supreme Allied commander, had ordered that real ammunition be used so men could experience actual battlefield conditions. It was a disastrous decision, one that turned the landings into a bloodbath. 
At the same time that men were coming ashore under friendly fire, Angelo Crapanzano was still struggling to keep alive in the icy water. He was acutely aware of the dangers of hypothermia and tried to keep up the spirits of the ten men clinging to the raft. I kept saying to them, don't fall asleep, whatever you do, if you fall asleep you're dead. But one by one they slipped into unconsciousness and were swallowed by the sea. Soon only Crapanzano and one other were still alive. They'd been in the water for four and a half hours when Crapanzano noticed a faint light. I see this light going up and down, and it seems to be getting bigger. I immediately assume that some help is coming. Help was indeed at hand. The light came from one of the ships that had been put back to sea in search for survivors. Crapanzano was plucked from the sea, wrapped in blankets, and eventually transferred to hospital, where he made a full recovery. It was several days before he learned the full extent of the Slapton Sands disaster. Exercise Tiger had cost the lives of 946 American servicemen. Everyone involved in the operation was sworn to secrecy. The massive loss of life was highly embarrassing for the Allied High Command, who wanted to keep it under wraps. And so it remained for many years, an episode of the war that was deliberately expunged from the records. Not until four decades later, in 1984, was a memorial finally erected to the memory of the men who lost their lives in the practice landings for D-Day. If you've been listening and enjoying the show so far, I'd really appreciate if you left a review on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you listen. We love providing the show to you free of charge and reviews help more listeners to find our show and know what it's about. Thanks again. Thanks again.